What is going on, One Word people? Welcome back to the One Word Podcast. My name is Nick, and I am joined today by a very special guest, Sydney Dearden. Sydney has been working with us at One Word behind the scenes for a while, and we are excited to get her out in front of a microphone. She has a ton of good stuff to say about hope. Today, we're talking about hope when it's hard. How do we shift the foundation of our hope from our emotions to truth? while still validating the reality that all of us feel through our emotions. So we are really, really excited for what we have to share today. Hey, if you guys don't mind, really quick before we jump in, why don't you pause, leave us a review, give us a rating, share on social media if you enjoyed the episode. It helped us out a bunch. And once you do that, we will get started. Here we go. All right, so today we are talking about hope when it's hard, and here is the bottom line that we are gonna be discussing. To be able to hope when it's hard, you have to be able to shift your perspective. So Sydney, thanks so much for being willing to come on today yeah. to talk with us. Tell the One Word listeners a little bit about like how you got involved with One Word, yeah. how you ended up here yeah, today. Yeah, totally. Okay, so um, I've been following One Word for a while. Love, Love everything you guys do. And Josh reached out to me just to see if I wanted to help, you know, behind the scenes with posts and content. And it's been, it's been what, like a month or so now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's been great. I love it. So good. Well, we are pumped to have you on the team. Um, And we know that you have a lot of good stuff to share about hope. (laughs) So we will get right to it. So first off, to start, um, we are going to talk about to be able to hope when it's hard. We have to understand hope. So Sydney, break down a couple Mm -hmm. of definitions of hope for us. Totally. So there's two definitions of hope or just two different ways we use the word hope in everyday life. Um, The first is more of a feelings-based understanding. It's more emotional. Um, It's a feeling of expectations, a desire, wanting something to happen. And that's like a common way where you say like, oh, I hope this will happen or however you want to say it. Yeah, yeah. And then the other way is more of a truth-based understanding. It's grounds for believing that something good will happen. So I love that first part, grounds for believing. Like there's truth behind it. Um, And that's just the two different ways I feel like we use the word hope. Yeah, for sure. It almost feels like in that first definition, like it's a feeling of expectation or desire. Like today I hope it stops raining. Right. But like that's not based on anything. That's just based on like a desire that I have for the sun to shine, which is (laughs) like not really grounds. Right. Totally. So yes, that's super helpful, um, breaking down those two things. And in our in our first episode on hope, we talked a little bit about this, but we're going to unpack it in a little bit of a different light today. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't listened to that first episode, go back and do so now. Um, but the second part of, of what we are discussing today is to shift your perspective. So again, to be able to hope when it's hard, you have to be able to shift your perspective. So to do that, we have to ask, what are we shifting our perspective from? Mm -hmm. And what are we shifting our perspective to? Mm -hmm. So we have to shift our perspective from this statement, emotion is my grounds for hope. And I think that a lot of us fall into that category, like without even thinking about it. Emotions is my grounds for hope. And that like just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like your emotions are the most easy to to see and feel a lot of the times. Yep. And especially depending on your circumstances, your emotions are at the forefront of your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have to shift our perspective from that, away from that, and towards truth is my grounds for hope. Yeah. And so when you shift your perspective from that and to that, 
there's a whole bunch of stuff that changes. Um, and Sydney, talk a little bit about when emotions are your grounds for hope. What happens? Uh, what happens then? Totally. I think also something important to note is just that neither of them are like not one is better than the other. It's just that they're different. Yes. And I think oftentimes, like you said, we fall into the emotional side of things. And so the whole idea we want to get across is that you need to be able to shift your perspective to the truth side, to the biblical side. Yeah. Um, but a, a tool that I've used that's been helpful to identify emotions is this thing called the feelings train. And so if you're listening right now, I want you to paint this picture in your mind or grab a pen and paper and write it down. But just imagine a train with three cars. And the first is, what do we say, the engine? Is that the, the engine, first? Yes. Okay. The first is the engine, and that's your fact train, fact truth, you could write. Okay. The middle car is your faith train. So it's what it's right behind the fact car, faith okay. train. And the caboose, the last car, is the feelings um, cart. And basically, that's just supposed to paint the picture in your mind that those are like the three things that make up, I guess who you are, your beliefs, and your feelings are on the train. Like your feelings okay. are a part of that. They're, they're on just board. Yeah, exactly. Love they're it. on board, <laughs> but they're not driving your life. They're not Ooh. the faith or the fact and the faith that are supposed to direct your life. Okay. Um, so just keep that in your mind as we're talking about this because we want to validate the fact that feelings are real. Yeah. And they're a part of us. So. Okay. So fact is the engine. Yes. That's the first what's driving one. the train. Driving it. And then feelings. Faith. And then faith. Yep. Not feelings. Not feelings. And then faith. Yep. And then feelings. Yep. I love it. Yeah. Because you have to have the truth, the fact first. Okay. That's what builds your faith. Yes. Because you're supposed to live by faith. And then your feelings are just on board, like you said. Yeah. They're on board for the ride. I But love they're not it. driving it. Yeah, Sydney. And like you said, we really, really want to um, try to communicate that. As we're saying, uh, a shift in perspective to be able to hope when it's hard, you have to shift your perspective. We're not saying that you need to just like ignore your emotions right. or like your circumstances aren't like bad enough that you can't hope through it. Like right. we want to acknowledge that there are some like rock bottom, awful circumstances mm-hmm. and the emotions that that evokes is so real. Yeah. And so we're not discrediting that whatsoever. We're not saying that you can overcome hard things or trauma or anything like that just by shifting your perspective yeah that's not at all what we're trying to communicate but we're trying to communicate like sydney said that feelings doesn't drive the train yep yep come on that's it (laughs) but so going back to our point just when emotions are your grounds for hope Mm -hmm. i think we realize that these two couple things kind of become our reality yeah one our reality becomes very self-centered and that's a hard pill to swallow that is but it's the fact it's the truth there um, and the second one, which I think I think they both kind of relate to each other, is just that your reality becomes uncertain. Mm. And we, in planning for this, kind of talked about a couple different, <laughs> I guess, adjectives or synonyms. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> um, and I think it's just like, I'm just going to read them off. Yes. Shaky, fickle, irrational, unpredictable, wavering, untrustworthy. These kind of things can, I guess, overrule. Yeah. Um, your reality, just because your emotions are, I guess, driving your train. Um, yeah. And it kind of blinds you from the reality of being able to actually grasp hope. Yeah, for sure. And I think like to fill out that sentence completely, when your emotions are ground, are your grounds for hope, mm-hmm. your reality becomes very self-centered. Yeah. I think what we're saying by that is that like the things that you're hoping for are all about you. Yeah. And all about what is happening to mm-hmm. you, um, which again, we're not like unvalidating that. Yeah. I'm not sure that's a word, but we we just are saying that when 
hope is based on your emotions. It's mm-hmm. based on you, you, which is self-centered. And then when it becomes, or it becomes uncertain also when emotions are your grounds for hope. So like when you're having a good day, yep. your hope is like way up here. Yes. When you're having a bad day, it's way down here. Right. And so it's all of those things that you just rattled off. Fickle, yeah. I think is probably my favorite. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> but we don't want you to be fickle. Yes. No, 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 no. no not at all. Um, so, and, and we see that right in what we're dealing with right now in mm-hmm. COVID um, and how living with emotions as your grounds for hope, we've seen the devastating effects of that yeah. because COVID, like the actual virus is destroying a lot of people's lives totally. and it's awful. But I think also the fear and the lockdown mm-hmm. and the not knowing when or how or mm-hmm. if it's going to end mm-hmm. is also destroying people and devastating lives as well. And so as we see, our emotions are telling us, this is never going to end. This is awful. I can't wait to get out of this. I lost my job. I hate being home or all of these things. Then if emotions are grounds for hope, then our hope is non-existent. Yeah. Yeah, It's gone. And so again, we're not uh, trying to say that the circumstances that COVID has created in your life are like you're just able to overcome them by shifting your perspective. We're not getting at that at all, but Mm -hmm. we're saying that when your hope is built on your emotions Mm -hmm. and COVID has destroyed your emotions, then it has in effect destroyed your hope. Yeah. And I think, um, pastor Rich Wilkerson in Miami, he has, he did a whole series on just like emotional health and mental health. Mm -hmm. And one of his quotes was, it's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. And so we're just trying to help people shift their perspective and you don't have to stay in the emotional mindset of hope. Like you can come out of that and you can find, I guess, victory and peace in actually having belief and truth as your grounds for hope. Yeah. So good, man. It's okay not to be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. Mm -hmm. Dang, come on. All right. So that is a reality when emotions are your grounds for hope. And then here is the reality when truth is your grounds for hope. Yeah. Uh, Your reality is centered on God. So uh, in saying this, we are saying that truth is truth that comes from the word of God, truth that comes from um, the person of Jesus. Your reality is centered on God. When truth is your grounds for hope, it becomes secure. It becomes outside of your control, outside of your circumstances, which can be a terrifying thing. Yeah. Um, And something that is uncomfortable and it doesn't mean that hope is all of a sudden like easy and rainbows and roses. Right. It's actually the opposite. But... That is another reality. It becomes secure. It's not fickle or shaky or right. uncertain. Like it's the opposite like of what we were just talking yes, about. Yes, we're literally just <laughs> flipping the script. Um, and then when truth is your grounds for hope, hope transcends your circumstances. Right. So I think this is this is really important for us to try to understand because when hope transcends your circumstances, it's not like saying your circumstances don't matter. Right. It's saying that like yes, your circumstances may be a mess right now. Or your circumstances may be phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like you may have a great job and an awesome family and you're just thriving in life. But your hope, that can all be taken away. Yeah. And so your hope is still not built on that. So when hope transcends your circumstances, it acknowledges how good or how bad they are. Yeah. um, And it is there regardless. Yeah. It's secure. But it's not driving. So if truth is your grounds for hope, then you start to experience it. It like hope becomes a reality and you yes. see circumstances as opportunities instead of obstacles. Yes. And that is absolutely where we are going with this. Um, but I want to sit here for like just a second longer. So when you start to experience hope, what does that mean? I think like in my mind, I picture like 
you start to view every day like a little bit differently mm -hmm. but there's you can also pervert that and say like your life starts to become just like happy mm. every single day and i think that going back to hope transcends your circumstances it doesn't mean that like yeah that's what we're talking about today hope when it's hard yeah it's like sometimes it is just straight like hard mm -hmm. to hope or hard to believe that there's anything worth hoping in mm -hmm. and i think that probably you and i and everyone listening have been in those situations and we've had those days but as you, truth become your grounds for hope, you start to experience that. And then we see our circumstances as opportunities instead of obstacles. Huge. Experiential knowledge. Yes. Is what it becomes. Experiential knowledge of hope. Yes. What more could you want? I know. <laughs> well, Sydney, I can think of actually one more thing that I'd want. And it's to see you on the hot seat today. Oh, Let's go. Come on, Sydney. Okay. All right. As always, the guest joins us for the hot seat. Um, I'm excited to, to see how this goes. Okay. You ready for your question? I'm ready. Hot seat question. All right. So, Sydney, we have been talking a little bit about like Netflix a little bit, some shows. Oh, okay. Tell us your favorite show on Netflix right now and your favorite character and why. Oh, your man. This is a fantastic question. I... This could be a whole other episode. It, it really could. I could talk about this show for a whole season of podcasts. <laughs> like, I just love it so much. If you don't know what it is, you need to go get on Netflix right now and watch it. It's called Outer Banks. Yes. It's so incredible. I think I've talked to, everyone I've talked to has seen it. So if you love haven't it. seen it yet, get on the, get on on. the Outer Banks train. <laughs> um, but my favorite character, I mean, I love them all. But I mean, I love John B., I think every girl does. How can you not? I he's think just, like most guys do too. He's a stud. He's just super cool. Gosh. And yeah. I mean, I love Sarah Cameron too. I'm ready for season two. But come on. it won't come out till like another year. So yeah. Anyway. Dang. All right. Well, that is, that's good to know. If you haven't watched Other Banks, get to it. All right. Sydney, you survived the hot seat. Yeah, that was not bad. I was okay with that. <laughs> not as bad as you thought. No, not at all. Okay, so we are going to look really quick to some examples in scripture that we see of people yes. where their hope was grounded in truth and not in their emotions. Mm -hmm. So first we look at just like the entirety of the book of Psalms. Mm. A lot of it was written by David and throughout the entire book, there's different chapters that are like really really mountaintop experiences yep. and really really like the pits of hell experiences yeah. like awful and so i think we see that as when david was just pouring out his heart and saying like god why aren't you listening to me like rescue me where did you go mm -hmm. why aren't you saving me like all these people are trying to kill me when he's literally running for for his life from people yeah. um and then he always almost always i think in except for one song ends with like a statement that's like but or yep. yet Yep. And says, like, I know that you are God. Mm -hmm. So it's like a raw look into the emotional reality of, like, God, I don't feel like you're there. I don't feel like you care about me mm -hmm. or you're going to save me or anything. But I know this to be true. Yeah. So that's definitely one example. Another that I would point to um, would be Paul when he wrote a letter. Actually, a few letters while he was in prison. Totally. His circumstances definitely told him, um, well, his circumstances were just, like, trash he was yeah. in prison awful <laughs> and he's writing to people about like having joy and yeah. that being in prison isn't stopping him from doing the work Insane. that that god has set him out to do um are there any examples sydney that you see from scripture i think 
I love the examples you gave, and I think it's just a good, um, I guess, just reminder of, like, you can see how in those people's lives, in David and Paul's life, how their grounds for hope was truth. Mm. And it's just evident, like you said, in each psalm, there was a statement of hope or, like, a statement of truth at the end of each psalm. And I think that's, like, a really cool example of how um, hope can be, I guess, the anchor for our soul, as it says in yes. Hebrews, because <laughs> an anchor holds uh, the boat down and it keeps it steady. Yes. And so, like, the boat is still in the storm. Like, the circumstances are still going on around them. Yes. But what's holding them down is the anchor, and that's why it's called, like, hope is compared to an anchor. And so I think that's kind of mixing all the examples together. Yes, no, it's so good. But I feel like that's right. <laughs> also, I feel, like, kind of embarrassed to admit this, but as you're talking about boat and anchor and storm, I'm thinking of Outer Banks. <laughs> That's so bad. No, it's not bad. Oh my god! It's great. The Pogue. The Pogue. <laughs> Be wow. A... <laughs> Be a Pogue is what we're trying to Jeez, say. Jeez, yeah, that's really what we're getting at. Yeah, here. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Wow. No, that's so good. There's so much in there. Um, we we just listened to, or I just heard a, a sermon from Judah Smith. That was he was talking about when Paul said he's not ashamed of the gospel. He's not ashamed yeah. of all these things that have happened to him because of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and that shows that his hope is not in like his status. He's not ashamed that he's been shipwrecked or like bitten by a snake or flogged or like publicly humiliated um, because that's not what his hope is in. His hope is not in his circumstances or his emotions. It's in truth. That's right. So, all right, ending or wrapping it up, we are going to talk about what happens when you shift your perspective. Let's get practical. Let's get practical. We alluded it or we alluded to it earlier, but Sydney, what happens when you shift your perspective? Your obstacles become your opportunities. Come on. They just become opportunities. You shift your perspective and it's like a light turns on and now you can see any hard thing in life as an opportunity for growth, as an opportunity for just deeper relationship with the Lord. Mm. So many things can change when you shift your perspective. That's so true. I can think of like difficult seasons in my life or like things that happened that were hard. Yeah. And I wouldn't like... I mean, a part of me would want to go back and change sure, it, but yeah. a part of me is also like, those are the moments where you feel like closest yeah. to the Lord totally. and where you feel like you can learn the most. Totally. And I think even a part of that is just having an attitude of gratitude. Like that's such a, mm. a common phrase, Come but on. it changes. That's like another way to shift your perspective in those hard circumstances and to have more hope is to be able to be grateful for what you do have. Yes. So. So good. So good. And Craig Rochelle said this, Mm. if you can't change your circumstances, change your perspective. Yep. It's so, so important because a lot of times we can't change our circumstances. We're out Mm -mm. of control. Yeah. But we do have the opportunity and the power to change how we look at our circumstances. Yep. And so if we let emotions run our perspective, then our hope is fickle, right? It's uncertain. That's (laughs) right. It's fading. Yeah. Um, But when truth runs our perspective... If we look at it from grounds of truth, mm-hmm. then our circumstances or the way our perspective towards our circumstances yeah. shifts. Right. 100 percent. Totally. I think we're just encouraging you guys to have a hopeful perspective shift. Yes. That's what we're doing. A hopeful perspective shift. Come on. All right, Sydney, the key question that we want to ask our listeners today and have them ask themselves really yeah. is what? What obstacle in your life can become an opportunity? Mm. So good. We all have obstacles, right? Everyone. All of us. Mm -hmm. What obstacle in your life can become your opportunity? And we believe 
that as you choose this word hope and as you rep it and right. live it, like yes. what we're all about at One Word Brand, yes. um, then the obstacles in your life can become opportunities as That's you right. shift your perspective. Yeah. And truly we believe like it can change your life. Totally. Hope can change everything. 100%. Well, Sydney, thanks so, so much for joining us today oh, on the One you. Word Podcast. It's been a blast. It's been so fun. So today's episode, we talked about hope when it's hard. And to be able to hope when it's hard, you have to be able to shift your perspective. Sydney, break that down for us a little bit. Yeah, so basically to break that down, we just talked about the difference of when your emotions are your grounds for hope and when truth is your grounds for hope. And there's a big difference in that. And I think when people um, make that perspective shift, a lot can change. Yeah, absolutely. And we left our listeners with this, that... Um, your obstacles become opportunities. So ask yourself what obstacles in your life can become opportunities. Yep. Thanks so much today for joining us for the One Word Podcast, yes. Sydney. It was fun. So Listeners, fun. make sure you check out www.onewordbrand.com. Um, we just released some new purpose Let's long go. sleeve tees. So if sick. you haven't gotten one, make sure you get one. Um, and then stay tuned for our next episode. We can't wait to see you then. But until then, have a good one. See you later. Thank you.